0: thank you for tuning in to this message from kingdom airs international headquarters located in flagstaff arizona
1: us so are listening to our lives or our podcast or attending here you know that we went to new mexico last weekend and it was really incredible to be able to dive more into our hebraic roots and so whenever i say now encountering the king I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't know what is going to happen next. (laughs) But I'm excited to see what we have brought back um, or what new things we're operating in coming back from experiencing that atmosphere and experiencing more of our heritage. So if you have been, uh, those of you on our online community, if you've been following us for a while or even if this is your first time, you will probably hear us say, mom and dad a lot, okay? You'll hear us say Mama Tanya. You'll hear us say Nana and Padrino. They go by a couple of different names, (laughs) depending on if you're their child or their grandchild. Uh, But that is the mother and father of this house, who is Tanya and Justin Brewer, okay? So I wanted to explain that position just a little bit more Um, as we enter into tonight's Heaven Awareness service. They are the ones who have chosen to say yes to being the mother and father of this region and really to the mother and the father of the remnant. Okay, so if you've been listening or if you've been feeling in your heart, I think all of us here in this body right now have this testimony, but if you've been hearing in your spirit that there's more okay if you've been seeing the status quo is not satisfying you anymore if you have uh, all of a sudden feel like you've gained new eyes and new ears to hear and see things differently then you're probably awakening to the fact that there's more all right and Yahweh is so good that he doesn't leave us alone in that we have a mother and a father that cultivates that desire that cultivates that hunger that cultivates that awakening it's no longer has to be just me and god thank god <laughs> thank yahweh and <laughs> no longer just has to be me and him figuring things out all right i've been awakened you're being awakened to that there is someone to cultivate that okay and that is uh in this region and if you are experiencing that you're part of the remnant. So that means that Tanya and Justin Brewer are a mother and father that you have access to. So uh, let's see, if you're listening to our podcast right now or watching us on live, staying connected is because you desire the more. And that cry has to be answered and Yahweh has heard your cry and given us all Tanya and Justin Brewer to lead and shape us in that more. So we honor who they are by calling them mom and dad. We're acknowledging who they are. We're acknowledging what they do. We're acknowledging what they carry, okay? That's why we address them in that way. So we realized during the raising up process, which we're still in, we're still in a raising up, okay? Um, We realized that um, we needed to know not only who Yahweh is, but how he is. Okay, how he moves, how he dances, what does he like, where does he dwell, what does that look like, okay? We know as individuals how to encounter that daily with him, that's a personal aspect of our relationship with all of who are in heaven, okay? We've been learning language and emotion Permission and freedom to engage beings and letters. It's always a journey. (laughs) And as we were in New Mexico last weekend, one of the, another of the powerful aspects that we got to experience as a family was being able to listen to Hebraic, to worship that is said in Hebraic language. Okay, we got to experience that language and there were so many testimonies, it's actually kind of awesome how we are going through in the last few teaching nights, I want to say, we've been going through language, that's the pillar that we're on right now, and we actually got to tangibly in person experience the language of Yahweh. It was a really powerful time. One of the testimonies that came from it is how natural the Hebrew language felt. They would be singing in this just extravagant language, and the atmosphere would just, I can't even explain, tingle. (laughs) It's the best way. It would feel tingly and heavy in a good way uh, and freeing and just incredible all at once and we would hear that, and we may not know the words, but we knew the words. Did any of you guys experience that? It was insane. I mean, never heard the language, never heard the song before, and yet it was familiar. There was something in us that connected with it in such a real way. And as we were talking uh, and, you know, diving into that a little bit more with mom and dad this week, mom was mentioning how we are created from that language. You guys, so when we were there, it was our first time experiencing in the same room, the language that we were created from. That's insane to me. I've never thought of the language that he created us from. And so it was, it was awesome. That it was so familiar. It was so easy in a sense. So we get to engage all aspects of him, including his tone and et cetera. So Heaven Awareness Tonight is the chance to know him corporately. And we invite our online family to walk through the encounters that we have here are just a prototype of what we do in our secret time. Right, We literally take what we learn here and we apply it to our secret time with Yahweh and we start practicing that. And then when we gather on Fridays, we're able to express that corporately together, okay? So I invite you, um, those of you that are in our online family to um, whatever you're doing, engage with us. Tonight is also our First Fruits night, as you guys may have heard. And so with First Fruits, Uh, one of the ways that we've found to engage Yahweh is by giving and trading, okay? So we will have our normal trading time at the end of this encounter service. That's tithes and offerings, we'll have that. But right now, I want us to go ahead and prepare our first fruits now. Um, Wherever you are, wherever you're listening, however you are right now, you're allowed to also uh, engage first fruits to give at our text to give number, which is 928-288-4547. As you feel led throughout service, throughout whatever is going to be released, I want you to send your first fruits in through that number or those of you that are in this room, you can give cash or checks, whatever you brought and give it into this uh, treasure box. And I want you to give that right after you feel whatever you're going to encounter tonight, okay? I know Missy has been emotional all day. She's been really tapping into deep things of the Father. So I know that we're going to encounter a new aspect of him. So as you start to encounter that, you're allowed to give your first fruits at any time during service, okay? And then uh, kids and adults alike, you're free to do that. You're free to engage along with whoever you're feeling led to do that with. All right? Yahweh may ask you to partner up. Or he may ask you, hey, I'm moving you over to this family or to this adult because that's who you're going to engage with tonight. Okay? He may ask you to move. So all we ask is that if he does ask you to do that, that the parent, that your parent and whoever you're clinging to knows. Okay, that there's communication going on. All right, so without further ado, <laughs> we want to uh, ask Missy to come up here. And Missy, we just <laughs> uh, we just uh, unlock you. We release you to. Uh, literally the fullness of your heart, the fullness of whatever he's been stirring up all day, we give you permission to just unleash, just let it go, okay? Are you sure? Yes.
0: (laughs) Just kidding, I kind of feel like, I got nothing in here. (laughs) No, that's probably a good place, right? Because then I don't show up, he does. So he has to, because I'm like, I got nothing to pour out. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys, Sally mentioned a journey. Are you ready to go on a journey? Okay, I'm just warning you. I like to talk like we're little kids because sometimes we need to remain childlike. So if I'm like, are you ready? Then just engage with that part of the childlikeness inside of you. Another thing that I like to do is push buttons. Maybe if you're not in close relationship with me, you don't know that. But if you aren't, I'm welcoming in you into a relationship with me where I will push some buttons in your life, OK? Are you ready to have some buttons pushed tonight? Do you know that a button pushing is just kind of to awaken you, maybe to, to knock you out of a place you've been, or to give you an opportunity to see something different than you saw it before? So tonight, we're going to do something a little different than we've, when we've done before. Uh, so if you didn't get a notebook yet, you're going to want to get one. If you're on your cell phone, you're going to want to be off of that, okay? Everyone's like, really? Really? Yes, ma'am. Hey, if the father of the house said it, yes, (laughs) ma'am. You guys, tonight is going to be powerful. I want to point something out. We have, if you haven't seen this, you're welcome to come up here. Why don't you guys move a little bit? Come and see what we have up here. Just take a second and just come and look. Take a moment and come and see what is up here, what everything is placed on top of. You can see it, walk by, touch it, feel it, engage with it, and then make your way back to your seat so the rest of the family can see. Look at this. Kids are always the most obedient, the most ready to engage. They're like, yes, I'm in it. I'm there. Thank you for the invite. I will receive that invitation. Anyone else on an invitation to what he's unlocking tonight? All right, kids, you made room for the adults. Let them come and see. <laughs> so if you haven't made your way up here yet, I just want to tell you. So in this family, we believe in being sent from a table. That at the table is where Yahweh releases mysteries. He releases secrets to his son's. And not only is this a table that he'll be releasing his word from, but it's a door. So we are, I mean, there's just so much in it. You are activated to walk through that doorway to tap into what he's doing in your heart as a son who is ready to be positioned to move forward in something different, right? Okay, you guys are going to have to wake up. Are you awake? Do you need to move a little? We're Hebrews, we're emotional, we're in it, you can respond, right? Everyone's like, where's the Torah? I'm ready to dance. All right, you guys. So everyone's got their notebooks. I love that this is like, everyone's close. Linda and Logan, you want to join everyone over here? (laughs) Everyone's over here. All right, so an opportunity tonight to think a little bit different. We, in this family, we have traded out some things. So we, I mean, we bring dogs to our family home because they're a part of heaven. Like Suka brings a part of heaven. This dog, I will cry and he's like on it, like runs after me, licking my tears. Like he knows to engage with emotion. Um, So in this family, what we have learned is to tear some things down, right? Are there a few things that have been torn down by these people? Just a few, like my entire life, torn down. Like, don't take Christmas. Don't take Easter from me. Or the biggest one, don't take my cheese. (laughs) So there's some things that he's torn out of my life by way of our spiritual parents that he's removed from us and and we've done some trading right we've traded out some things that aren't of him i'm not saying cheese isn't of him but he asked me to not engage with cheese anymore because there was it was just not working out for me so we've traded out holidays we've traded out traditions right tonight i'm just saying maybe a little bit harder to trade out than even christmas because it It has everything to do with the story that you've been walking in your entire life. Everything that you know, everything that you are aware of in your life, he wants to trade out for you tonight. So tonight during, (laughs) Amber's super excited. (laughs) She's engaging with her looks. Um, Everything that he is not in, he is going to make us aware of tonight and he's going to trade that out with you. Okay? Okay. Um, If you are joining us on live, I want to encourage you to get a notebook. If you're here and you need a pen, raise your hand because you're going to need to write. Shirley needs a pen. Does anybody have a pen you can pull out? Sean needs a pen. You're going to want to write some things down. Our engagement tonight is going to be all through the service. So I say it's going to be a little bit different because um, we got some pens making it to the uh, trading floor up here. Somebody's trading with you. All right. So tonight we're gonna be um, we're gonna be actively engaged and aware throughout the entire service, and we'll see. He may lead us to take a time where we stop and we really press in. But I want you to be aware through the entire service. Okay. Um, so like I was saying, if you're joining us on live, get your notebook, get a pen. I would suggest some Kleenex. Anybody need any? Oh, they're be- they're already gone. So somebody's already engaged. All right. So we're just going to start with um, something really simple because I like things very simple. It feels Linda and I, we're going we're to empty this. Do we have any more in here? OK, something really simple. Are you ready? So not a big deal. One really cool thing about Yahweh is he is so complex meaning there are so many mysteries to unfold there are so many things to dive into there are so many layers the 72 layers that mom talks about and at the same time it's so easy it's like Sally was talking about it's already in you you already know this so it's not it's not a big deal what religion has made things into is this big deal and you need to just walk through this whole like a night and you got to have like the best prayer warriors there and I mean, and that worked in our last season in this next season, he's saying it's time to shift. It's time to do something different. And so we're just going to do something simple right now, just a quick adjustment. OK, so you have a file, we're going to call it, in your mind. Everybody knows you work on a computer and you've got a file, right? So you've got this file in your mind. And this file that you're staring at, you can just, let's just close our eyes and we'll just practice our engagement just right now. We'll start with that. You have a file in your mind. And it says, my beliefs. And in that file is everything you have been raised to think about yourself. I mean, maybe you didn't partner with it. Maybe it wasn't something that you chose, but it was, it's, it's in your beliefs. And everything that you live out of is based off of this, story, this, this file or this story that we're going to be talking about. So it's all based out of that. Your job, the way you respond to people, the way you respond to problem solving, the way you respond about your health. I mean, think anything. It's in that file is your beliefs about those things. Okay, now you know the little plus sign where you create a new file? You're going to click that new file. And you're going to create a new file called Possibilities. Your possibilities folder may be kind of empty, may have a few things in it. He's going to begin to fill that tonight. So you can open your eyes. Easy, right? No big deal. Okay. So you know we're in the night season right now. Does that sound like the night season? Like, dun, dun, dun. (laughs) The night season is one of my favorite because I love to sleep. And so, in that sleeping is where he releases dreams, right? He releases strategy. He releases what is going to get you through the next. So, in the Hebraic calendar, it's split in two. Let me just explain that. So, you have a day season and a night season. We just came out of the day season. We're moving into the night season. So, he gave us strategy to walk out the last six months. And right now, during this night season, he's given us the strategy to walk out the next six months, okay? So, Throughout the night, it's like he's going to be releasing strategy to you throughout the night of the six months and throughout tonight. So you have your notebook so you can be actively engaged. So now our file of beliefs is closed up and it's put away. You clicked the X on the window, right? It's no longer open, and all we have open is possibilities. Did we not learn last week that Shabbat, we're in Shabbat right now. We are practicing tonight what it feels like to be a part of heaven, right? in heaven all there are are more possibilities that's the only folder that's open your beliefs folder it's not there anymore so tonight we're going to engage with those possibilities so what i want you to do is just throughout the night continue to write down in that dreaming state of like i don't know this is something this is weird. I would never think to do this. And our, our kids are engaged with this. So in this family, we actively engage the kids, OK? So if you have a child sitting next to you, whether they're yours or not, feel free to encourage them. Hey, what's Yahweh showing you? I mean, they're probably going to synergize and just like give you and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's what he showed me too. <laughs> so engage with them. All right. So throughout the evening, that's where we're going to be, OK? um so i wanted to just go over a couple things over the past few months what we've been engaging with is that weird when i use that term or is everybody are we go, are we okay do we understand engaging not like engagement but like kind of because you're participating in it you're saying yes to that you're saying absolutely i'm going to receive that invitation i'm going to open that up okay so we've talked about emotions we've talked about frequency We've talked about imagination. Was that not a possibility that was opened up? I mean, all I've known of worship is a worship team who practices and then they look really good, they sound really good, they put on a really awesome show and then we go home from worship. But we engaged with our imagination and we painted instead of having a worship team perform. And how awesome was that? Because that is a part of heaven. That's a part of heaven that we maybe weren't aware of that we became aware to okay uh we talked we talked about how big and how grand he is on our camping trip did everybody enjoy that part where you get to look at the <laughs> zeke's like yes i did the sky and you get to engage with how big he is and how much is out there that we don't know and then more recently have begun to engage with him as the king that's in the field so he came close right We talked about how that's like the boss that's undercover that comes in and is like wanting to see what you're involved in, wanting to see what you're doing. Am I breaking it down simply enough? Yes, we're all on the same page. We're all tracking. All right, so King is in the field. So we've all engaged with him in that way. And then we started to move into he sees me, he's aware of me, and last week participated in the announcement over my life. Did you get an announcement over your life? I don't know about you guys. I went home with something that was not my announcement. It was an announcement that I partnered with that was not the announcement Yahweh made over my life. And throughout this week, our 10 days of Ah, he has said, that is, it's coming out. That is not who I made you. That is not what I created you to be. And so I'm going to expose that and pull it out of your life. And so he's creating a new announcement. Another part that we've talked about is the head-heart connection. Remember when I was like, just, what do we say, Logan? Just center. Just center yourself. Have you been saying that? Is it throwing you off? Can you put that in your possibilities folder to just become centered? We've been trying to use that in our family. Like, Dad, are you centered? Do you need to center yourself right now? So that head and heart connection where he exposed that there has been such disruption there. There has been complete disconnect where the head is operating, the brain is operating one way, and the heart is operating one way, and religion taught us your heart is not supposed to be a part of it, and it's all brain, and you just learn the word, and you speak it, and you keep declaring, and you keep decreeing, and that's what's going to change things, right? And then we kept declaring, and we kept decreeing, and nothing's really changing, and it kind of does, and then we're mad at Yahweh, and then we're irritated because everything is still the same. And so he's exposing that there's a disconnect, that the head and the heart need to come together, come into alignment, come into that harmonizing, to be able to work together, to flow together, right? And so we got to dive into why that even matters. Like physically in our bodies, why that even matters if my head and my heart are connected. So let's go, let's just go into that a little bit. And Keep, keep writing those things down because I feel like what he's going to begin to do is I can just tell the spirit is going to fall and tell you, this is where things have been out of alignment and this is why you're feeling that in your body. This is why you're walking that out. And that may be generational, that may be physically, just because your brain and your heart do not work together. And that's an area that he really wants to begin to heal and bring into, um, into complete alignment so so we've got the the heart that has its own brain do you remember that that inside i i was watching this video there's this guy he's a scientist and he's showing that they did a um like an x-ray i'm sure it was the more intricate term for whatever that is and they're looking at the heart and at the top of the heart where the messages come in and out is where the brain of the heart sits and how it, I mean, it learns to think independent of the brain. You've got a heart that's thinking independent, and we've got our heart that's ruled by emotion, right? And we've been taught by religion that's wrong. Don't pay attention to it. And then Yahweh comes in, and he wrecks it, and he takes out our dad, and he's like, yeah, we're going to get into emotion. And you're allowed to be emotional because I am emotion. Does everybody remember when he released, like, Elisheva's laughing... I keep spitting. Elisheva's laughing and smiling, and that emotion is the first language of heaven. Give me one second. I'm I'm sure you guys have things to write down. Okay, so he's bringing all of that into alignment. And he is exposing where they've been separated and why he wants to bring them together and how in that connection is where our bodies actually begin to heal themselves. Because if I'm thinking about something and I continue to frame that and I continue to speak that, that is what is taking place. Even if my heart is over here saying, I don't want to be sick or I don't want to be, choose whatever you want. I'm sure he's releasing right now. So I I just want to Put that out there that throughout the service as he, like you have permission to just engage with what he's releasing you into. I may give examples of physical or it's probably even spiritual or it's probably both and he wants to connect it all. But he wants to begin to expose those areas where our bodies have lined up with our mind. But they've Totally ignored the heart and so our heart that's feeling like I want to be free of this I know there's more I know there's healing I know what my creator did it's not it's not making that connection and even tonight beginning to make that connection for us so we have that and we have the frequency do you guys remember learning about the frequencies Have you been just referencing that like boredom let's let's just go back to it because we're right here right now, like boredom. And then all things above that is where Yahweh resides. And the ultimate level out furthest from boredom is his love, his unconditional love of all things. But it's happiness, it's joy, it's peace. There's so much in there. And it's not like, I know that he provides me with happiness, joy, and peace, right? Because that's all brain but tapping into the true emotion of who he really is. And so below that, below boredom, this is right where the church sits and I'm just gonna talk about it because that's what I was raised in and I thought that was right. We just, we're bored. We're bored with what he's doing. We're bored with how it's not working, trying to reach the world. We're bored with trying to pray for people because they're not getting healed. We're bored with trying to minister because nobody wants to come to church with me on a Sunday, right, has anybody experienced that type of boredom? And so it just becomes more and more like hopeless. It becomes more and more on an extreme level of death where I'm just, I don't get it. I don't understand. You're obviously not showing up. You don't care. I'm a little depressed about that. And here we are at this level of death that is the complete opposite of who he is and how he is. And so he asked us to engage with that, to engage with the frequency that heaven is, the frequency that resides in heaven. And so we walk into this month, which is Tishri. And um, it's a month to begin to turn back to your source, to turn back to the one who created you. It's the month that... um, we we know the story in the bible of the woman with the issue of blood right do we i'm trying to figure out if we if i know for me personally i haven't really known what that meant it was a story it was awesome she searched him out she found him she was healed but tonight i feel like he is going to part the crowd for you There's going to be a way made for you to touch the hem of his garment. That whatever issues are going on, whether physical, spiritual, emotional, that as they come into alignment and you acknowledge and recognize where heaven is not present, where the frequency in your body is literally lining up to go down that path of death, he's going to begin to point those things out. And as he points those things out, it's like taking those steps closer and closer and closer to him. Closer and closer to the hem of his garment. I want to share a a super personal story with you guys, if that's okay. Um, Just... As a place of activation, that if there's freedom from a lifestyle of walking a specific way for me, then there's freedom for you. Um, so a couple weeks ago, Ellen uh, ministered on. I can't even tell you right now. (laughs) I was so lost in it. She did our heaven awareness and she led us through an encounter. Um, I think all of, you know, when you just get lost in a moment, you don't really know what's happening on earth. Um, So he's been asking me to press in, like the the, the woman with the issue of blood and I have no idea what's going on. Like why? I don't understand it. There's like one sentence about her, I'm probably wrong about that, but that's the, that's all I know. And um, anyways, so he just so lovingly shows up in my living room this morning and is like, you have been that woman with the issue of blood. And, but completely flipped it on me. So during the engagements, that engagement service, that heaven awareness, um, we were asked to bring, like there was gonna be something in our hands that we were holding that he wanted to take from us and give us something in exchange for that. You guys remember this service? Um, And in that service, I was actually holding Elisheba and uh, I was told, like he gave me the directive not to sit down. He said I had to continue to stand. And so he walked me through the memory of a time when, so my nephew was born, I was 18, and um, it probably sounds really silly now that I look back, but I was 18 and I'm handed this baby and my dad tells me, you need to sit down, like you can't, like implying you you can't handle this, you need to take a seat. And um, I didn't know it, but at that time I partnered with, I'm not, I'm not capable. I can't even carry a baby. And it was like this, you know how things get set up in your life where when I'm just being told by my dad, no big deal, sit down, this is his first grandchild, it gets so twisted and written out in my life that I cannot handle holding a baby, that I can't handle mothering, which is what I was created to do but that i couldn't handle it in that moment that's what i partnered with in that moment that's what became part of my story that i was incapable so i'm holding this baby i'm holding elisheva and um, i he asked me to open my eyes because he wanted to exchange something so in this encounter i'm in you know i'm in the living room of my nephew's house and i'm holding him and i just know that you know i am not capable that's where it starts that's my story that's where i've made it to at this point point. and then he asks me to look at this baby that i'm holding encounters are so weird because you are on earth so i'm holding elisheva she's a real baby but i'm engaging with a memory years ago my nephew's 21 i've been carrying this for 21 years And I open my eyes, and the baby that I see is actually a baby that I lost. And um, in that moment, he asked me to engage with this baby, and her name was Hope. And he told me, at that point in time, you partnered with the mindset that you are hopeless, that you cannot, mother, you can't do what you were created to, that you don't have what it takes to carry it out and so where I had been told you're not capable he came in and he's like part literally there was a crowd in this vision and he parted the crowd and I see across the living room Yeshua sitting there and he's just like a dad, his posture's just like a dad. He's got his legs crossed and he's just looking at me and he's so proud. Like the look in his eyes was, you know when you can't describe how you're being looked at by the one who created you? He is looking at me like, I've never been more proud of anyone in my whole life. Like I've never loved anyone more in my whole life. And you know it's personal, so I know he feels that way about each of you. But he restored the hope that was stolen in that moment. He restored the um, mothering that I was willing to lay down in that moment, all because of going back and dealing with a moment in time. And so today when he said, you're that woman with the issue of blood, I walked with that for 21 years. Like the, I mean, you guys know when you lose a baby, like the baby that I lost named Hope became then hopelessness, what was written out for, what I thought was written out for me, what I walked with. And excuse me, oh my goodness. And he restored that. But I I share that with you and it's super awkward, right? To share something so personal. But I share that because there was a frequency that that event set me on. There was a tone, oh my goodness, in my life a frequency that I walked on, a frequency of hopelessness. So when it came to my job, oh my goodness, you guys, I'm so sorry. When it came to my job, complete hopelessness, I knew what he said up here. So, I've declared and decreed and spoken. But in here, it doesn't make sense because I'm hopeless. Because what is written on my story, I'm believing up to this point, is you can't handle it. You can't handle the things I give you. So, why even try to carry it? So, just do your best, you know, just kind of put your best foot forward. But really, I don't believe you can handle it. So, just take a seat. So I approach my job that way. Even though I know what he said, I don't walk that way. And then I approach approach relationships that way. It's like, I know what he said. Relationships, these are awesome. But in my heart, I'm hopeless that it will ever last. I'm so partnered and so, I mean, hopelessness, that frequency is so on my cellular level, like the DNA of my body has partnered with hopelessness. So everything after that moment has been partnered or walked out out of a place of hopelessness. I mean, I I was looking at my list to see, I can't even think of, oh, I put down problem solving. Try problem solving when you're hopeless like what health this is embarrassing who cares my teeth are hopeless it doesn't matter why do anything about it anybody ever dealt with that or am I alone (laughs) so the very thing that kind of became part of my DNA it's like that's just what I'm walking in, that's just who I am. Every situation, every conversation, everything that I approach is, it's not filled with hope. So an awareness came over the past couple weeks where he was saying these parts of you do not carry my hope, my frequency. These parts of your heart do not carry the hope of heaven. So how am I gonna be put into a situation to be able to speak into somebody's life if it's all full of hopelessness? Because there is, whether I'm saying the right words or not, there's an undertone of, probably not gonna work out for you anyways, but I got all the right words to say but what is written on my DNA at this point, because I don't know what his DNA is. I don't know that his DNA is hope. I'm not exposed to that area of my heart yet. I don't know that there's an unawareness in there, right, that I am so unaware that I'm hopeless. I would never say that about myself. I'd be like, hope, I'm going to tattoo it on my arm because I'm so full of hope. It's like I was like trying to declare. I literally thought I should get a tattoo of hope because I'm so hopeful. And I have no idea what hope is. So he brought that file to me and exposed, here's hopelessness like this, right? Like I'm sitting here engaging with heaven and encountering heaven. That's what tonight is about, the awareness of heaven. And I sit at that table and that's where he releases, this is not you. I don't even know if he would say that, but this is you, this is me. Here's the file of hope that you should be walking in and brings an awareness and a healing to that. And then in that possibilities folder, I mean, think about that. You guys, when your life is lived out of a place of hopelessness, there is nothing, You, it's hard to even think a week ahead of time because today's probably not gonna go right. And then tomorrow, who knows, we'll see. I mean, I'm not gonna be like, next week and you know like that's hard to even think about it's hard to focus on but at this point this engagement it's like he passed this file of hope over and I have to partner with I only see what I only do what I see my father doing because there's no part of him that's full of hopelessness there's no part of him that doesn't anticipate every moment of your life that's coming up There's no part of him that doesn't feel like, this next moment's going to be awesome. So um, tonight, I feel like what he wants us to be able to walk through is that story, right? Each of us have our own story. You've been given a file, and this is your belief system. It may have been built up by the church, it may have been built up by your family, It may have been built up by yourself. And he hands you this belief system and he's like, check these things, are they me? And if they're not, exit out. Tonight, we're only aware of heaven. Tonight is a night where we will practice or rehearse what it's like to be in heaven. So tonight, only the things that are possibilities are what we're gonna engage with. So we have had those times of exchange, which are absolutely necessary. But tonight I want you to begin to dream and write out a new story of who you could be. Because you're engaging right now, whether you know it or not. You're in this room because you want something more, right? Like Sally was talking about. You're here right now because you know there's more than what you're living at this moment. And life is awesome. It could be amazing. If you knew me two weeks ago, you would have not thought I was a hopeless person, right? So it's awesome. Life's awesome. But there's so much more. He wants you to engage with so much more. So you want me to share another testimony or story about myself? Do you guys think this is weird? Do you think that last one was weird? Because if you do, I'll just wait. I'll just stop. (laughs) Well, I shouldn't look at mom. Anyone else? (laughs) Mom's like, oh, my gosh, no. (laughs) Okay. So I'm talking about health and, um, like, out of that place. Okay, if I'm hopeless... I'm not going to do anything about what I'm eating because I don't care because I'm going to die anyway. Or earth, which still kind of, as Christians, right, we were told, like, what does it matter anyways? Like, we're hopeless. Like, it doesn't, we're out of here. My hope is, like, I'm flying away one day. I don't need to worry about recycling It's so, I, it's like he touches Christmas and he touches cheese and then he touches recycling. I'm like, recycling? I don't care about recycling because the earth, I literally would say, it doesn't matter anyways because the earth is just going to fall apart and we're going to be gone. And it's like, actually, if this earth is supposed to be turned back to its original intent, what are you doing? Why are you feeling? Anyways, I'm not going on a, this is not a, what's it called? When you get your table and you stand on it, pedestal. Is that what it's called? Soapbox. I am learning that recycling's good. My recycle bin is usually half full. So he, he presses on health, right? Because if I'm hopeless in everything, I'm hopeless in my health, so it doesn't matter. So I allow the things that my parents said were part of my DNA it doesn't matter anyways because that's kind of just what came in my family so I'll just walk this out and I'm probably gonna have sickness and and so I'm framing that I'm allowing that very thing that's on my DNA to frame my future and I have like my father sitting across the table from me like I have so much more for you like you don't have this morning I was like I'm gonna live till I'm 300 and I was like oh my gosh I don't believe that I'm gonna be 98 (laughs) like I immediately was like So why can't we get to that point where we walk that way? So when it comes to health, what I'm trying to get to is when we begin to walk in his frequency. And I don't know if that, sometimes I feel like that just kind of like falls on deaf ears. Like frequency, and maybe it's just me, but I always thought like music, tone, frequency. Like it doesn't make any sense. And we are learning that frequency can be show I mean, yeah absolutely the energy that comes through your face so i'm looking and i'm like what frequency did everyone come in on we get up in the morning and it's time to get ready for school and i'm like go back to your room till you're on a different frequency or we show up at home after work and it's like i can't go in until i get on a different frequency now now i really do sound weird to the world because i'm just like sorry guys i'm just really on a bad frequency today i'm trying to flip it and they're all looking at me like So in what you're engaging with and what feeling is coming off of you, I mean, think about it. I'm going to go on a rabbit trail, but think about what's happening in the world right now. And they're like, stay six feet away. Your frequency, it permeates, what, four or five feet? Like what you're operating in? Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, stay six feet away because I don't want you. I mean, literally, Tyler and I have said, like this frequency that I'm in right here, you probably don't just stay because I know you're gonna pick up on it, right? It's Mom's talked about it before, you, you come in, she walks in the room and if I'm like irritated, she's like, okay, you know, like not gonna engage with her tonight because I gotta stay focused on heaven. And in heaven, there's no irritation. But when you're, you're catching that frequency that somebody's on, you see someone's act, I mean, just joyful and excited and cannot wait for what's to come. And that I wanna be a part of. So there's an attraction to that, right? I mean, we, I think we heard it last week, that loneliness, that definitely permeates, doesn't it? I mean, you can feel that when it's coming from someone, and it's almost like, great, because that thing, like, so you have these frequencies, and so we have Earth saying, stay six feet away. Well, why? In the frequency we should all be operating in, heaven is within four feet of my body, So please invade my six-foot space because I want you in hope. I want you in the frequency that heaven is happening in right here. And so as we ride that out, you'll begin to see, okay, or feel it. I feel this is like life-sucking right now. Like this one is not putting me in heaven's frequency. Okay, this definitely is. I mean, we know. It's so basic. It's so easy. Are you ticked off? Are you mad? Is that heaven's frequency? Probably not. Like, did you get a really annoying phone call and that just frustrated you because you just didn't want to talk to that person? Probably not heaven's frequency. Doesn't really sound like the Yahweh that I know. Anybody experience that throughout the day? Like, your kid is like, no. Wrong hair color shows up and you're like, that's it. There's so many things I partner with all day long. It's like, that's annoying. I'm frustrated. Well, they shouldn't have said that to me. And so blame starts to operate then, right? Blame is on that death frequency. You're all, I mean, you're allowing your body to operate in something that's not heaven. And so as we begin to just be aware of that, you'll see we're like, OK, he's probably trying to point at something. This may be an area of my heart that he's like, that frequency is not me, but there is a place that's coming from. There is a reason why that is permeating from your body. Um, let me see, I'm trying to make sure I'm on track here. Um, so we've got that the per- the frequency, and then we have our head and our heart, and bringing those into alignment. Now the reason I'm bringing those up again is because there are things that He is wanting us. So I was saying in our old or what we knew or in, in how we used to walk and that's not gonna work anymore, right? He wants us walking completely different. He wants us to immediately recognize the frequency. She said that, that was annoying. Now I'm irritated and I'm now I'm just gonna walk that out. Well, I'm gonna get my husband irritated. I'm gonna get my kids irritated. I'm gonna wonder why everybody around me is irritated. I've got a frequency going on that I'm just sharing. I'm just dishing it out with everyone. And so, but I don't know that that's a frequency because that's probably coming from an emotion that's been in my heart, but my head knows I'm supposed to put a smile on my face, right? I'm not irritated. Everything's good. I'm totally fine. Anybody? The kids are always the ones to call you out. Mom, you're irritated. I'm fine. Right? And so... So we're becoming more and more aware of that and beginning to engage with him. And the reason for that being is he doesn't want us to continue using the old tool of not that. I mean, I'm saying it's working itself out, I feel like. The healing that's going to be coming, that you can walk in all the time, immediately recognize I'm in a frequency. This is where it's coming from. My head and my heart aren't aligned. Bringing them together. Okay, I've got my heart. I understand this is coming out of this emotion. My head is real. I'm really irritated about Bring it all together and then be able to submit that to him because he has something in that. So in that, the other day, I'm, I'm dealing with something. I have a manifestation that happens in my body. That's what I'm going to call it now. And uh, right here, where my belt is, I can't swallow food past that. Like, okay, wait, I couldn't swallow food past that. And I just was like, this is normal. Like everybody deals with that. If you deal with it, raise your hand. I'm gonna pray for you. You do? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I just want healing. <laughs> I was like, Logan, you never told me. Okay, so I have this spot on, like, on my body where I can't. It's weird. I can't swallow food, like it it would get stuck. I take these two little vitamins in the morning that wake me up, and I had to take like a full cup of water to even get one of them down. And then Tyler has to go give me another cup of water so I can actually swallow the pills. And then they sit right here in my chest, and they give me heartburn, and I deal with them all day long. And then I drink a cup of water, and it sits right here, and I can't swallow it. And I just am dealing with this because this was what was in my file. And this was my belief that everybody has this. So we all deal with this, right? Like, we all have this. Kendra's like. So so. I'm thankful for family, because family is the one that'll be like, mm-mm, that's weird. Nobody deals with that. And I'm like, oh. Well, if you have something like that, you don't have to have something like that. I am here to tell you that. And I'm also here to tell you that you don't even necessarily need anyone. I was like, let me pray for you just because I'm excited, but you don't even need anyone because mine happened the other day in just some time with him. And I am spending time and he says, okay, I'm facing this way. And he says, turn at this angle. And then he's like, I want you to engage with a healer. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I don't. I mean, I walk fine. Like, I don't have any issues. Everything's good. Thank you. <laughs> like, thanks, thanks for coming, but I'm doing pretty awesome. And he's like, yeah, that thing. And I'm like, oh, no, everybody deals with that. I'm, like, trying to make it, like, right? Doesn't everybody? And he's like, no, I want that thing. And so I have a moment where I, I he just tells me, I want you to put your hands there. And if you thought the baby thing was weird. No joke, I feel my head turn. I feel tubes being put into my body. I feel this thing being worked on. And then all of a sudden, I throw up. (laughs) And the tube comes out. And I'm awake from surgery. And I'm like, okay, that probably wasn't real, right? Like, there's no way. That was weird. I don't know what just happened. And so I can't stop coughing and I have like this tickle in my throat and I don't know if anybody's ever had surgery, but they put that tube down there so that you can breathe while they're doing surgery on your body and that tube came out and it, everything came out with it, whatever they had to pull out. And I'm saying they, because I engaged with all of heaven at that point and they're taking it out and they're like, this really is real. It really is a physical thing in your body. It really is part of the story that you're trying to walk out and it really isn't supposed to be there. And so we're going to get rid of it today. Was that yesterday? So it comes out, and I'm like, sure, okay. So hopelessness isn't a part of my life anymore, but I'm still trying to like walk it out, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm full of hope. So I run to the kitchen and I grab four vitamins, and I take all four vitamins at one time. And these are like horse pills; they're not like oh, little vitamin. Like there are big horse pill vitamins, and so I take four of them, and I take a half a cup of water, and they're gone. They're they're like. Gone, like they're down in my stomach. Normally, if you guys have ever eaten with me, I have to lean back like this. And I'm like, (laughs) Amber's like, I'm so glad I don't have to watch you do that anymore. (laughs) I have to like remind my body how it was created to work. And so one quick drink of water, and then I run out the door. And I get in my car, and I have my like cup of ice water there. And I grab it, and I drink it. And it hit my stomach. And I was like, people feel water in their stomach when they swallow it? Like, I was like, what? I haven't ever felt that. It usually sits like there's literally like a bowl that holds it. And then it just waits there. Do you have that? Okay. I'm like, do you have that? (laughs) So, completely gone. So, what I want to tell, I'm excited about it because that's who we get to engage with. Like when he's taking us back to our original intent, it's not probably for the reasons that maybe we've made up in our mind that it's for. It is for those reasons. That is a moment that I touched heaven, that heaven is on earth, that I'm walking with him in the cool of the day, right? I'm engaging with him in that moment No longer. It's gone. It's no longer a part of, it's not something I'm going to pass on. It's not something I even need to talk about. It's totally free. My kids aren't going to have to deal with it. My grandkids aren't even going to have to deal with it. Amber's not going to have to deal with it anymore. Like it is gone. (laughs) So so I say that to tell you that there are things right now I feel like he's going to begin to drop in you that area. I want that. It could be so dumb. My, I don't even know. Don't call it yours. Whatever it is, he wants that. And he wants to give you a new story. There is a possibility that I was unaware of until I became aware of it, right? That I could live without that. Like I could actually feel water hit my stomach. And I'm sure he's going to have a whole big old thing to talk about with that because I didn't know that the living water could like land in me and I could, I mean... Yeah, I could feel it right then. So definitely take that. Not just about healing and like, you know, how well, this is how I used to be in church. That's awesome for them. I'm going to keep declaring, and then I'm probably not going to get healed. But as soon as like I can schedule it, all the women will get together and we'll pray. You engage with him right now, and whatever it is, you can walk out of here completely different. You can walk out of here with a different thing attached to the cellular level of your DNA, okay? And you can hear that with water hitting my stomach because my body is completely different. That in itself, a whole nother thing to unwrap. All right. I wanna tell you about something. I like to break down Hebrew words. I learned it from my mama. This one. My mom doesn't know Hebrew, like my birth mom. But this one does. (laughs) Okay, so this one does. I'm going to tell you. uh, so, So tonight, I think we will take some time to engage with him and get a new story. So that's why you have your notebooks. You're writing out your new story, right? You're writing out all the possibilities. If you came in late and you didn't get a notebook, if you're on your phone and you didn't hear me say, get a notebook, if you're just tuning in on live and you didn't know you need a notebook, you're going to want to get a notebook because he wants you to write out a whole new story. A new story begins for you tonight. So, story here's what it is okay, story is that I am engraved and inscribed on Yahweh's palm where his blessings are called forth. And his completed work is made present. Yes, I will tell the whole thing again. It's his mark of covenant. The covenant I have with him. It's the finishing of something to begin something new. With Yeshua as the foundation, I can ascend to that dwelling place and receive the announcement from the breath of Yahweh over me. His announcement over my life says, here I am fully present in body, mind, and fully engaged. Okay, one more time if you're writing it down. Okay. I'm engraved and inscribed on Yahweh's palm. His blessings are called forth in his palm. His completed work is made present. This is my mark of covenant with him. It's the finishing of something to begin something new. With Yeshua as the foundation, I am able to ascend to a dwelling place where the announcement over my life, the breath of Yahweh declares over me. Here I am fully present in body and mind fully engaged. One thing I had to learn this week when he presented the stomach issue that my family so graciously pointed out, that he, I always picture him, maybe this is why I say back when we prayed over each other, which is fine, awesome, I'm not saying that's bad, I'm just saying here's a new way like engage. If you haven't been, here's a new way to engage with him. Here's another way. You're picking up on a frequency, he wants to talk to you about that. He is that close to you. Have you ever felt like the healer is like, healer? Is there ever a time that you've wondered that woman with the issue of blood, how, like, how did she get to him? He was so far away. How was she able to touch him? So He began to just flip that on me and talk about how the healer is actually in me. So basic, so easy, so simple. We all know it. Now it's time to know it. Like it's time for the brain in my heart to know the healer is right here inside of me. Which means then all of heaven in that four foot radius begins to permeate, right? And so when I, that's, I mean, that's where we're walking to. When I walk by somebody, that's why they're going to be able to be healed by my shadow. Because he's in me. So no longer this distant thing where I've got to like talk to somebody about, you should come to my church because there's really awesome people that pray there. And then you don't have to deal with that. Like he's in here so he is walking with me and touching people as i as i let my shadow fall on them so me being totally fully human i mean the bible says that she's totally human those exact words but totally me do you believe me it says fully but totally sounds good all right so we were uh going to be given uh, an announcement. I talked about an announcement that comes that, I mean, when he's coming, the trumpet blast, right? Like there's an announcement over your life. If you went through last week and the rehearsal of last week and all that we walked into as a family, and you didn't receive a new announcement over your life, tonight he's going to give you that announcement. If you left and you weren't really sure what that meant, like what is an announcement over my life? He wants to take all that has been written about you and has been announced over you from the time that you wake up to the time that you go to sleep, to the time you're woken up in the middle of the night, to the time that you engage with your spouse, to the time that you engage with your children, the time that you engage with your family, the time that you're at work, the time that you're trying to problem solve. He wants to engage with you to make an announcement over you that is going to affect every single one of those areas. Tonight, that's what he's going to give you. There is a reason he's lined up all those parts of bringing your emotions and recognizing the frequency you're on. You're allowed to tap into those emotions. He wants to talk to you about it, but he wants to say something because there's been an announcement, there's been a story, there's been a file, whatever term you want to use. He wants all of that to be coming directly from him. So tonight, this table has been set talked about it at the beginning this is a place where you sit with yahweh and he releases over you who you are so tonight we're going to engage with this we're going to take a little bit of time to just press in and i want you to you ha- there's a couple different options. I know typically we, we do a lead, it's a lead encounter where we would lead you through it over the mic. But tonight I want to give you time unless there's just something pressing that he wants me to say, I'll be obedient in that. But I want you to take time to either engage with the table, not coming to sit at it, but I mean engaging with, he is sitting across from you and he wants to give you a new file, or I want you to engage, I I believe that there's like, there's some parts where he's like, "I I want them to just, I want them to get to me. I wanna know that my power has been, I wanna recognize, like I feel like heaven's attention is like, I want to know, tonight is gonna be the night that I wanna know, wait a second, somebody touched me. Who's gonna be that person that says, I'm gonna get to him and I'm gonna touch him because there's something in my life that needs to be healed. So tonight as we engage, and, and I mean we have, I know for us it helps to just have music to engage with him. Um, I want you to picture either of those things. Either he wants to meet you at a table where he's going to begin to dismantle some things and tell you who you really are and begin to show you your story and write that with you. Or he's going to allow you to just come and just participate in touching him and, and walking out that healing. So we're going to take some time for that. Um, He shows up right away. That's one of those things that I like to talk to kids about because they do, well, I don't talk to kids about it. They know that. He shows up right away. If you feel weird and you're like, that's probably not him, right? I was like, that's probably not him doing surgery on my stomach. So I'm going to test it out and swallow four pills. They were vitamins, not pills. That's him. I keep saying that. I'm like, I wasn't, If they were vitamins. So the first thing that you encounter, the first thing that you feel, that's him. Go with that. The first thing that he says, it's weird, it's an impossibility, it's not gonna be in your beliefs folder. So if you decide to open up the beliefs and be like, I don't actually see that in here. He's like, yeah, it's not going to be. It's not part of your beliefs. This is something new. You're engaging with heaven. Tonight is an awareness of where he has not been, and you are going to be walking out a newness of where he lands now in your DNA. Okay? So Gabe, if you want to turn that music up, we'll just take some time to engage with him. Actively engaging, writing it down, what he's telling you, and then um, we'll come back together.
2: Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm.
0: If you are still in it, feel free to stay in it, and feel free to stay in it, like this is your new story, so this is what you get to walk out now. So I'm just letting you know, there will probably be an invitation here or there to go back to your old story, so some practical things to just recognize those invitations, you get, you know what I mean by an invitation, there's an invitation to be sick again, an invitation to be angry again, an invitation to be frustrated or depressed or lonely, or an invitation to complain about your back, or whatever it might be, those invitations will come. So... It's up to you if you want to respond to that invitation or ignore it. You have the choice. Your new story does not have that in it anymore. So you get to walk out this new thing. Because I like the very simple and basic and just tell me. There, I'm going to share another story with you before we move forward. So just a very... This is just part of where I came from. So I shared, I think, a couple weeks back about um, a blood sugar issue that I had in my family. That my blood sugar, my blood sugar would drop. Like I had, I had a blood sugar issue. It's no longer mine, but it was an issue that I had. And because Yahweh is just so good, He was faithful to take that thing out of my life and expose where it came from and it came from self-hatred so because self-hatred was a part of my file or my story or the things that i knew it attached to my dna and every time